Hello, hi, and welcome to another episode of Wellness in the Workplace, a podcast that aims to provide new and experienced professionals with insights and tools to navigate challenging workplace dynamics. My name is Mbalim Zinyane, and I am your host. So I'm in studio by myself today, so the format of the show is going to be slightly a bit different. And before getting into today's topic, I want to start off by reading a few shout outs that we received on social media from our last episode. The first one is from our first guest, Pearl Ngomizulu, and she gave Wellness in the Workplace a shout out on LinkedIn. She said, I so enjoyed having this conversation with Mbalim Ziyane about mentorship and my career journey, how I too have found my guides along the way. I'm certain that she represents a generation of ambitious, hardworking go-getters who also expect the workplace not to be a battleground, but a growth path and a space for progressive thinking and experiences. She has taken the lead to have a conversation about navigating the corporate jungle. I am so in awe of her. Thank you so much for that huge shout out, Pearl. The second one is also from LinkedIn from Guanele Nomoyi, who said, do yourself a favor and take a listen to these amazing women share fantastic tips on wellness in the workplace. Bravo at Mbalim Ziyane and at Pearl Mgomazulu. The last shout out we got is from at Nati underscore Matt on Instagram. And she said, the good sis did a thing here. I'm really enjoying these episodes. They're such a good way to start the work week. Thank you all so much for the feedback and for listening to and engaging with the podcast. Please do keep the shout outs coming and continue to share your feedback and let us know what you think. Wellness in the Workplace is also available on Instagram at wellness in the workplace underscore so do leave your feedback on there as well without any further delay let us get straight into today's episode So today's episode is all about workplace bullying and it highlights some of the signs that you can look out for if you suspect that you are experiencing a case of workplace bullying. This is a topic that's near and dear to me because I was bullied by a former manager of mine. And this is something I would not even wish on my worst enemy because it can affect you emotionally, mentally, physically and even affect your overall performance within the workplace. For me at the time, I didn't have the vocabulary, the articulation or even understanding of a situation to have called it a case of workplace bullying. I just thought I was working with a very difficult person and that's why I was experiencing so much frustration in my role at the time. And I think this is how a lot of cases of workplace bullying go undetected because we make up all these excuses instead of just calling out the situation for what it is. We tend to say people have difficult personalities or are just difficult to work with. We think that the racial, generational or even cultural differences are the reasons that cause clashes with our colleagues and managers. We also think that by virtue of someone being in a senior role that they face different pressures from us and that's why they act out in certain situations and tend to mistreat people. When in actual fact, people are just bullies, and that's what we need to be talking about. We forget that a bully is a bully is a bully. It doesn't matter what the context is. Bullying is really all about the exertion of power. It is about the victimization of another in order to assert your dominance and power in a specific situation. And the workplace is a classic environment for something like that to happen because of the motivation behind individual self-interest to climb up the corporate ladder, to 
impressed senior stakeholders and peers and also by virtue of people being in senior position and wanting to constantly reinforce their seniority in cruel and in unkind ways. So in this episode, I'm really just hoping to unpack what to look out for in the workplace if you suspect that you are either being bullied by your manager or colleague. So one of the most common tactics that bullies like using is isolation. They like isolating their victims. And in the workplace, what this looks like is them excluding you from meetings, from emails, or any communications where you actually should be present. In social settings with the broader teams, they typically will exclude you from conversations so that they disarm you and disempower you by withholding access to certain resources and information. The second thing that bullies like doing in the workplace is that they like picking on their victims. So they pick on their victims by making fun of them, either by making fun of how they look, how they dress, how they address themselves in meeting, and they usually do this in front of a broader team or when there is an audience or a crowd present, so that this can actually humiliate you and belittle you, and sometimes to the extent of making you look like you are incompetent. The third thing that bullies like doing is that they like setting unrealistic expectations and unrealistic targets for their victims, knowing very well that they won't be able to meet those targets either given the short time frame that they have or the lack of resources at their disposal. And how they do this is that they typically communicate this in such a way as if they will be there to provide all the necessary guidance when they need to, when in actual fact they're just setting you up to fail and so that they can take credit for saving the day if they do save the day and that you can further look like you're incompetent and like you don't know what you are doing. The fourth thing that bullies like doing in the workplace is that they like to take credit and responsibility for work that they didn't do. So as quickly as they will remove themselves from a situation when a project goes south, they will be just as quick to position themselves once they know that a project is getting praise and recognition and position themselves as if they contributed significantly to the success of that project. Another thing that a workplace bully will do is that they will give you all of the work to run with while setting all these unrealistic expectations and demands and then change their minds about the details of those expectations and demands as frequently as they want to and then show up last minute when it's time to either deliver, to present and will be very quick to claim responsibility and credit if the work gets the recognition that it deserves. The other thing that a workplace bully likes doing is that they do not respect your boundaries. They do not acknowledge your boundaries in any way, shape or form, even if you have communicated them repeatedly, more specifically boundaries around time and accessibility. So they will use the excuse that this is work that needs to be delivered and everything, by the way, with a workplace bully is urgent because this is how they instill fear and this is how they maintain control over a situation. So they will communicate something with you repeatedly, even though you have set a boundary that you might not be available from a certain time and because you have other responsibilities, but they do that continuously so that they can frustrate you and in that very moment reinforce their power by instilling fear and control over you. 
The last thing that bullies resort to when all else fails is intimidation. Bullies resort to intimidating their victims in the workplace, either in overt or covert ways. So in the more overt ways, they like making statements around job losses, people getting warnings or constantly reminding their victims of what is at stake should a project go south or should they not comply to what the bully wants the victim to do at a specific point in time. So the more covert ways of intimidation is around a lot of passive aggressive communication. So you'll notice this in the body language or in some of the subtle communication that the bully might might share with the victim. It usually takes a bit of time for someone to decode, especially because the bully does it in such a subtle manner that it's not so obvious that the victim is being bullied. However, in both instances, the main objective is really just the instilling of fear and for the bully to maintain control and ensure that the victim complies and does exactly what the bully wants them to do, how the bully wants them to do it, and when the bully wants them to do it. So those were some of the signs that were present in my case of workplace bullying. I obviously didn't go into the detail of each sign because this is a very triggering topic and it would also make this episode incredibly long. Maybe at another time I'll get to share my experience in more detail in a bit of a story time format just to give you a bit of insight of what my experience was like. I do want to highlight that these are signs that need to happen repeatedly over a prolonged period of time. So before you classify your situation, do monitor this over a period of time and build up a record of events and evidence should you then decide to take up the case with HR. Some tips on how you can deal with workplace bullying in the meantime, make sure you have a support structure around you that you can always reach out to and talk to whenever you're feeling frustrated. Make sure that you also keep a record of events as evidence should you decide to escalate this matter to HR or someone senior. Prioritize your mental well-being. So if there are people that you can talk to or potentially even a counselor at your workplace, make sure you reach out to them for support. And lastly, I know that leaving your job isn't always a viable option. However, if it is a severe case of workplace bullying, I do suggest that you consider on working on an exit strategy that will help you recenter and then get to a healthier place with work. That's all for this episode. I hope that you have found this useful. Please do share this podcast and share your feedback on our Instagram page at wellnessintheworkplace underscore. My name is Mbalim Ziyane. I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye. This podcast is brought to you by Fende Media. Fende Media builds podcasts from the ground up to tell your story. By partnering with individuals and business alike, Fende Media brings you communication to life through podcast services.